0: We're pregnant. Bro, do you even oh, like can't eat another One bite. is usually bigger than the other. it tastes awful. It won't hurt a Wait, bit. why is it leaking? Whoa. You hear that What's that, that smell was not awful? there I'll yesterday. Have a second. Maybe it's maybe that's totally my I'm natural hair color. That's supposed to look like that. Hot. Don't worry. That, that was exactly. solid. Deadly. I'm Terrell. And I'm Iris. Welcome to Health Science for the Rest of Us, a podcast where we take a super practical look at the body A few weeks ago, I was joking with a patient about how I never pick things up if they fall on the floor in a public bathroom. I told her that if my ink pen or sunglasses hit the ground anywhere near the toilet, they're dead to me. I just look down and think, well there goes another tube of chapstick. My patient found this very amusing. But nothing cracked her up like watching me describe how on more than one occasion, I've had to tiptoe down the hall with my cell phone wrapped up in tissues like an injured baby bird, all because I dropped the phone on the floor near the toilet and didn't want it to touch my hands while I was en route to the disinfectant wipes. I'll admit, the mental image of a grown woman tiptoeing through a hospital, fussing over a handful of crumpled tissues... It's pretty comical, but I'm not the only one who carries on this way when it comes to dealing with public toilets. Many of us treat bathroom stalls like hot zones, holding the door with our feet, doing Pilates over the toilet bowl to keep our butts from touching the seat, or avoiding public restrooms altogether.
1: But is any of it really necessary or effective? Do the humans have anything to fear from using public toilets?
0: My thought, exactly. For this week's adventure, we explored public toilets to see just how germ-infested they really are, and while we will be talking about activities of a private nature, we promise it won't be vulgar or explicit, and you probably won't need to stop eating if you're listening to this episode while having a snack. So here we go. Lots of us are weary about the impossibly small creatures that may be lurking in our public bathrooms. Granted, there was a time when we weren't all that worried about bacteria and viruses, but given the advances we've made in areas like microbiology, that time has long since passed. And now we know more about germs than in any other time in human history. That's great when we're trying to find cures for illnesses they cause, but the rest of the time, having an awareness of creepy crawlies hanging out in places like public toilets just gives us the heebie-jeebies, and probably for good reason. We all know that there are germs in bathrooms. Bathrooms are home to an entire ecosystem of microbes, little evil doers waiting in the shadows to get us. But would it shock you if I said that the bugs we fear in public toilets aren't evil? Or that they wind up in there because they fall off or come out of our bodies? Throughout the day, we're constantly sprinkling microbes from our bodies, which pile up and create a kind of invisible skin all over the surfaces we go near, including ones in public toilets. Microbes that fall off of us are from our skin and can be found in places like door handles, faucet knobs, and soap dispensers. Microbes that come out of us can be found in places like the toilet seat or the toilet handle, and they probably come to rest in these places because poop can sometimes splash or spray up from the bowl after we've done our business. So the more we use public toilets, the more we contribute to a kind of microbe layer that covers every part of the public restroom. Now, if you're out in public listening to this, by now you may be thinking, "Uh uh-uh, nope, not today. I don't need to use the bathroom that bad. Or maybe five minutes ago, you were perfectly comfortable with public toilets, but now you're thinking you might just start waiting until you get home to answer the call of nature. I'll be honest if you're thinking either one of those things I don't blame you one bit because at first glance the whole operation does seem completely gross and the idea of sitting in a layer of everyone's microbe sprinklings just feels wrong.
1: But is it dangerous? Do the human's microbes sprinkles cause infections in other humans who use the public toilets? Well, that,
0: my friend, is where we ought to focus our attention. Because ick factor aside, what matters most is whether microbes in public toilets can actually make us sick. To answer that question, teams of researchers have studied public bathrooms around the world to find out which bad germs can actually survive in public toilets long enough to make people sick. They took a huge hit for the team and crawled around in public bathrooms, CSI style, taking samples on the hour, every hour, for lots of hours, until they were finally able to paint a picture of the life and times of public toilet bugs. In the end, they learned that lots of microbes especially bacteria, get brought into bathrooms. About 500,000
1: per square inch, to be exact.
0: But the kinds of microbes that most commonly make their way to our porcelain thrones are total lightweights. And this is partly because bathrooms don't provide a kind enough environment for them to survive once they've dropped out of one of our bodies. Some families of gut bacteria, for example, can often be found in public toilets because they come out of us when we poop. But as soon as the air hits them, they start dying. They're not adapted at all to survive outside the body in the cool, dry, harsh environment that most public toilets offer.
1: And even if they manage to come in contact with another human before dying in the room air, these gut bacteria aren't very able to cause an infection because skin-to-skin contact usually isn't an effective enough way for them to travel.
0: To be fair, some microbes, like the staph bacteria sometimes found on human skin, can fare a little better when the air hits them. But in order to get
1: sick from one of them in a public toilet, a human would have to try pretty hard.
0: That's because these bugs can't very well get inside our bodies and infect us unless we've got an open wound and a weakened immune system. The bottom line is that there are indeed bugs in public toilets, just not very intimidating ones. Here in the United States, many of history's scariest, most dangerous bugs like the hepatitis A virus, never make it into public toilets in the first place because people have been vaccinated.
1: And anyway, in order to catch hepatitis A in a public toilet, an unvaccinated human would need to touch some infected poo, then touch the poo to their mouths without washing their hands, and even then, getting an infection later would be hypothetical.
0: In fact, getting an infection of any kind from using a public toilet is a bit of a stretch. Most of these bugs just can't infect us very well because they need to get into our mouths or an open cut on our skin. And they hardly get the chance to entertain that idea because they dry up and die in the cold, harsh, barren environment that is most bathroom surfaces. There is practically
1: no evidence that proves the humans can get infections from using public toilets.
0: Even germs of, shall we say the naughty variety, are nearly impossible to spread through contact with surfaces in restrooms. So we've pretty much driven home the idea that microbes commonly found in public toilets aren't robust enough to make us sick. But did you know that they're also no more likely to show up in bathrooms than on other surfaces? That's right. Those bugs you were hoping to avoid by holding it in until you got home are actually found in plenty of other places, in your home. The influenza A virus, for example, can be found on toilets, but it's more often found on kitchen dishcloths. Lots of other bugs can be found in common places too, like your money or your cell phone or your keyboard. Keyboards in particular can be so grody that people who eat lunch at their work desk are actually far more likely to get an infection than people who touch the toilet.
1: Even sponges, shopping carts, bank machines, and playground equipment have their fair share of germs. Public toilets are not special.
0: It seems they aren't. But even if the brainiacs have come through with their cotton swabs and their petri dishes and declared bathrooms to be safe, There is no denying that sometimes, public toilets can be downright disgusting. And there must be something to be said for that, right? If any public toilets are dangerous to our health, why not the dirty ones? And I know you know which ones I'm talking about because we've all had moments when we really needed to relieve ourselves And the bathroom was so nasty that even though we were about to explode we had half a mind to click our heels and hightail it right back out the door. People spill pee on the floor or stop up the toilets and sometimes the place smells like something crawled up someone and died. So why should any of us believe that conditions in restrooms like these will not make us sick well this may come as a surprise but everything we've said so far about public toilets being basically harmless is still true to an extent that's
1: correct pee on the seat or the bathroom floor is unsightly dot and many times when it seeps into the grout between the bathroom tiles it causes a foul smell but the pee itself is sterile and the humans can usually avoid that soup someone left in the toilet bowl by simply choosing not to stick their hand in there.
0: Even if we find blood or other body fluids, we can walk away scot-free as long as we don't touch anything and remember to wash our hands on the way out. In a future episode, we'll talk more about the joys of hand washing, but for now, just know to always scrub your hands with soap and water for as long as it takes you to sing happy birthday to yourself twice, and use paper towels to dry your hands.
1: We know that this is not the most eco-friendly option, but electric dryers have been shown to increase the amount of bacteria on the human's palms and fingertips. Fabric towels are less wasteful, but they need to be washed a couple times a week to stave off E. coli bacteria that splashes onto them when the humans forget to put the lid down on the toilet.
0: While you've got those paper towels in your hand, you may as well use them to open the door on the way out of the bathroom. Ideally, this is overkill because the door handle is relatively clean. Everyone who pulled it before you washed their hands first. Or did they? At any rate, public toilets still don't seem like a big enough health hazard to justify wrapping our cell phones in tissue
1: unless it touches the floor. The part of the floor closest to the toilet bowl is by far the dirtiest surface in the entire bathroom, so the humans shouldn't eat off of it or lie down there.
0: I'll be sure to make a note of that. So, a lot of the times, when it comes to infection risk, public toilets aren't as gross as they seem. But when they are, we should remember that they didn't get that way on their own. If there are germs in the bathroom, it's because we brought them in there with us. If there's pee on the floor, it's because one of us left it there. If the bowl is stopped up, one of us probably tried to flush a handful of baby wipes.
1: Which by the way, should never ever go into the toilet even if the packet says it's okay. Baby wipes don't dissolve in water the way that toilet paper does, instead, they clump into bigger and bigger wet balls that stop up the drain and cost taxpayers buku money to remove, New York alone spends about $10 million a year removing baby wipes from their sewer system and the problem has gotten so bad around the U.S. that many states have gotten together to take legal action against wipe companies that market their products as flushable, so, there's that.
0: It seems that if we want to have more comfortable, more disgust-free experiences going on the go, we should think about doing our part to keep them that way. And choosing the stall furthest from the door because we think it's the cleanest ain't gonna cut it.
1: The last stall isn't necessarily the cleanest, and walking past a mess to get there doesn't help matters either.
0: More than anything... The overall cleanliness of public toilets depends on us. More specifically, it depends on the number of us touching surfaces in the bathroom with dirty hands, and the number of times we give our public toilets a routine cleaning. Germs die quickly in public toilets, but they die even quicker if we come through with the once-over on a regular enough basis. And while we're not suggesting that we pitch in by bringing buckets and mops with us into the loo, we are saying that if we notice a little bit of a mess in the bathroom, maybe we ought to report it right away and not assume someone else will. At the very least, we should be trying harder to shame people in the public toilets who don't wash their hands. I'm just kidding. Or am I? I am. She is. Probably. So there you have it. As it turns out, public toilets aren't just for cooking anymore. They're actually a place where we can do the do without getting nasty infections. And that in itself speaks volumes for the ingenuity of our modern municipal system, which replaced an older system of chamber pots and small rivers that we used to use to send pee and poo downstream right into our drinking water. Boy, have we come a long way since the start of the sanitation movement, but more on that later. That's all for now. Stay tuned, everybody. Please tell the
1: other humans to listen to the podcast so I don't have to go back to my day job.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Health Science for the rest of us. If you like what you heard, be a pal and spread the love by sharing this podcast with a friend. If you're not sure how or if your friend just needs some help, you can both get some quick tips from our fun YouTube tutorial. Just tap on the link in the show notes from this episode. To learn more about the show in general or to see some pretty hilarious health memes and videos, stop by our website at healthscienceforeveryone.com. We're also on Facebook in the group section and on Twitter under the name Health Science Podcast. That's all one word.
1: For a limited time, Health Science for the Rest of Us listeners can save 20% on all NZT products at my online store by entering the promo code dark 42 tower beam sunshine Strain. No,
0: no, no. I told you we're not doing that. My
1: apologies. My
0: apologies
1: www.irispecialtystoreforthingshumansbyclairhealth.com
0: Iris! Sorry. I'm hitting the button now.
1: Easter egg time. In this week's episode, we suggested that a little human pee on the bathroom floor is nothing to worry about because pee is sterile. When the humans make pee, it generally does not have any microbes in it, but when the pee touches human skin on the way to the toilet, or the side of a tree, small amounts of bacteria from the skin can contaminate the pee. If the pee manages to leave the human body without picking up any bacteria from the skin, it can still become contaminated later because it contains a kind of salt called uric acid that serves as an excellent food source for bacteria floating around nearby. The best way to avoid bacteria from a pee puddle is to stay away from it, and ask the staff in charge of the public bathroom to clean it up as soon as possible. But if your work or school bathrooms are constantly dirty even after you request to have them cleaned, consider contacting the nearest health department to make a complaint. The people there should be able to help find out if any health and safety codes are being violated and can take action to have the problem fixed. Be sure to listen to the end of future episodes for other easter eggs.